The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready to talk sports with one of the leading sports journalists of today? Welcome to All Around Sports with John Inglesby. John's years of experience as a journalist has allowed him to net exclusive interviews with the top players, former players, commissioners, and owners. John and his guests are ready to give you the straight word when it comes to sports. Now, let's talk All Around Sports. Here's your host, John Inglesby. Voice America listeners. Welcome to the 221st ever show of All Around Sports, and Happy New Year to all of you. And each Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, we broadcast live from Boston, but today we are in Phoenix for the College Football National Championship. And each Friday, we go all around the world of sports for one hour to discuss what happened this week and what's coming up for the weekend. To join the show, the call-in number is 1-888-346-888. 9144. Or you can email me at iir at comcast.net, which comes to me through my website at www.iirsports.com. As always, I will give you my highlights, lowlights, and bizarre news items that I from the past week. Also, we will be joined later in the show by friend of the show and former call-in guest, Jeremy Weiner, video producer at Boston University. Well, my highlight of the week is obviously being here in Phoenix for the college football playoff national championship, and it uh, is kicking off literally as we speak, uh, just a couple buildings over from where I'm at in Scottsdale with the announcement of the uh, new, 14 new college football Hall of Fame selections plus two coaches. And it's a press conference I attended last year and obviously kicking off as we speak here in the next uh, minute or two. So if I get any information in the meantime, I'll certainly relay that to you live. So a lot of excitement here in Phoenix flying in yesterday uh, into Sky Harbor International Airport was fabulous. There's just a dominant presence, the CFP committee and staff have done their usual spectacular job here in year two of the CFP and just signage everywhere. Uh, you cannot arrive in Phoenix without knowing your, uh, uh, the college football playoff national championship is here on Monday evening. And it's really, uh, just a super, super high energy atmosphere here at the hotel, which is the media headquarters, uh, Media from literally across the country and the world are here. It's very, very Super Bowl week-like. And, uh, you know, media are here in droves, myself included. So it is, uh, it's going to be a special weekend. There's just non-stop activities 
starting this afternoon with the arrival of the uh, teams, Clemson and Alabama. And uh, so a lot of media will be heading out to the airport for uh, the airport shots that we've all become so familiar with, uh, especially in the Super Bowl when they get off the plane. But we're going to get a little college flavor. And uh, yeah, so it is going to be uh, just an exciting weekend. There are concerts planned. There is, uh, you know, a big CFP experience at the Phoenix Convention Center. Um, it pretty much goes nonstop all weekend. I've already seen a lot of uh, Clemson and Alabama fans showing up, but. I think we're only at the beginning. I think they'll be uh, arriving in droves starting today, this evening, and uh, it's going to be special. Phoenix is just uh, a spectacular city. Haven't been out here in probably about a decade or so, and it's good to be back, see the cactuses, see the mountains, and uh, just, again, very, very impressive. Um so yeah, it is uh, it is going to be something special. I look forward to reporting all the details in my show next Friday. And uh, again, just cannot wait to really get it underway, which is uh, really happening now, kicking off here at the here with this show. And uh, as soon as I'm done, uh, I'm going to walk over to a press conference uh, right here at the uh, J.W. Marriott. Camelback in Scottsdale, where Bill Hancock, executive director of the college football playoff, will be talking immediately following, of course, the College Football Hall of Fame announcement, which is just getting underway, and uh, and then it's on. So uh, can't wait, and should be special, and uh, going to be very, very memorable and. It'll be my first time seeing uh, University of Phoenix Stadium out in Glendale when I go out on Monday. That's going to be awesome. Uh, tomorrow's media day at the, over at the Phoenix Convention Center. And again, uh, just nonstop activities, dinners, concerts, CFP experience, uh, and on and on and on. So it's going to be a special three, four days here in Phoenix. My low light of the week was uh, in the NFL, which was the shocking firing of Lovey Smith as coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And it was particularly interesting to me because I was over in the Tampa area uh, when it was occurring. And uh, again, just absolute shock, you know, across the board, uh, both locally, nationally, Within NFL circles, uh, it just really came out of nowhere. I mean, I just felt, as did many, that, you know, Jameis Winston, the number one overall pick, who had a good rookie year, was, you know, Lovey's hand-picked choice, uh, and that they were, you know, tied at the hip, maybe the beginning of some type of a, uh, you know, Brady-Belichick relationship, shall we say. And I, I just made that assumption. Jameis had, a, again, as I said, a good year. And uh, the Bucks, granted, uh, not too many wins the last couple of years. But clearly this year with Jameis, uh, you know, they improved. They, you know, 
won some interesting games, uh, lost some they shouldn't have, but classic rookie quarterback stuff. Uh, Jameis really improved as the year went on, as we all saw. And uh, by the end of the year, I think everybody was in agreement. You know, he was worthy uh, as the number one overall pick. So, again, it was just really uh, quite the surprise. Um, and, again, to be in the Tampa area, it was just, you know, listening to some local sports talk radio, talking to some people. It was just uh, a stunner by any stretch of the imagination. And my bizarre story of the week was, no surprise, the continued antics of Johnny Manziel. It just seems to get stranger and stranger Uh and just when you think it can't get any stranger. Uh, this week's activities, of course, included the still, uh, you know, unclear story on whether or not he was in Vegas or not, or was he, you know, wearing a wig, by the way, supposedly. That's the story that's been circulating. I'm sure you've all heard it. Uh, or whether he was, uh, as, as the picture indicated, you know, sitting at home with his dog. Uh, it's just really uh, impossible to pin down <laughs> the real truth in this story. And uh, as you listeners know, I've always liked Johnny Manziel. I found him a fascinating character, certainly lots of fodder for we in the sports media. He gives us uh, a lot of things to talk about, and, you know, this is just something new, so... Who knows what's going on? And in this morning's uh, USA Today, there's a story that he was stopped for having expired license plates in Ohio, I guess. It's just, uh, again, you can't, uh, you can't make this stuff up. He is just uh, one thing after another. Don't know where it's all headed. We're, of course, all hearing the rumors that he wants to and may end up in Dallas. He, of course, is from Texas, went to Texas A&M, won the Heisman Trophy. He's a, a legend there, to say the least. And uh, it seems like the right spot for him. I uh, think he should go out there. I'm guessing the Browns are probably done. They've got rid of their GM, Ray Farmer. They got rid of their coach, Mike Pettin. And something tells me they are soon going to get rid of their uh, – quarterback, one of their quarterbacks, in Johnny Manziel. Uh, so again, it's just, uh, I think it's reached a point of just being comical. Uh, you know, nothing surprises any of us now where Johnny's concerned. Quite a laundry list over the last few months, as we all know. Uh, his on-the-field play, you know, not bad. Uh, I mean, he certainly showed flashes at minimum. Is he an NFL starter? Tough to say. Can he be an NFL quarterback? Does he belong in the league? I think so. I think he's shown enough. I think he had a 300-yard passing game against the Steelers to show that, uh, you know, that he can, uh, you know, he can make it at minimum, you know, as a serviceable backup. And uh, we shall see what, uh, you know, what the future holds. And it's going to be... uh, it's going to be fun to watch. It really is. And speaking of uh, fun to watch, it uh, it's also NFL playoff weekend. So it's it's a wealth of riches for all of us football fans uh, 
four NFL playoff games this weekend. They all have their intrigue, and uh, we're going to get into that a little later on the show. But now, as my former co-host, Lemont Williams from Outside the Huddle, likes to say, it's time to pay some bills, so let's take our break. And next up will be Jeremy Weiner, video producer at Boston University, after the break. you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1 888 346 9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or by sending an email to IIR at Comcast.net. Now, back to the show. Voice America listeners, welcome back to segment two of All Around Sports. And I'm your host, John Inglesby. To join the show, the call-in number is 1-888-346-9144. Or you can email me at IIR at Comcast.net. And it's that time of the show when we often have guests, and on with uh, on the line with us is our friend of the show who has called in before as a guest, Jeremy Weiner, video producer at Boston University. And Jeremy, thanks for calling in today. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on, John. You're welcome. My pleasure. I appreciate you calling in. You've called in a couple times before, and we've always loved having you on, and uh it's a it's a college weekend, uh, so I'm out here in Phoenix, as I talked about in the first segment, uh, covering the college football playoff national championship, and uh, yeah. exciting times out here, so it should be a pretty good game with Alabama and Clemson. Oh, it should, that, that's an understatement, I think. It's a, you got the number one team versus the number two team, it's, it's, it's going to be one for the ages. No doubt about it. It really is... Uh, Alabama Nation is out here. Last night, uh, 
I had the pleasure of having dinner with uh, A.P. Stedham, who is uh, often a guest on the show, has called in uh, uh, pretty much weekly over the last couple of years, our weekly yeah. call-in expert, and A.P. Uh, invited me to dinner and got to have dinner with a lot of the Alabama media that he knows, and just seeing Alabama Nation up close and personal is... Uh, really pretty cool and uh so they're ready to say the least i mean they're pretty used to this I type of thing imagine. oh yeah yeah i mean they they love their tide and uh it was just you know the perfect entry into uh my big weekend here in phoenix was to sit with these guys and really uh really learn a lot about just you know what they think of the tide their history their expectations for this weekend and it's going to be fun and you know it's I mentioned that occurring literally a couple buildings over from where I'm standing here at the hotel is uh, yep. the College Football Hall of Fame announcement. Oh, that's gotta be, and that's got to be awesome. It's really yeah, cool. Gotta, if I wasn't doing the show, I'd be there right now. But Yeah, I'm, I'm sure uh, a lot. you're going to get a lot more of that atmosphere over this weekend, too. Oh, absolutely. As I, again, as I said in the top segment, it's, it's just nonstop uh, from the moment the show ends here uh, within the hour. Uh, I'll be, you know, uh, going to just event after event after event, and it's just going to be great. But they just announced that uh, Burt Jones from LSU, the famous quarterback who also played at the Colt with the Colts, was yep. just uh, one of the inductees. William Fuller was announced. Uh, Tim Crumery, remember him from the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, yep. Pat McAnally, you're you're going to like this, Pat McAnally. Harvard tight end uh, was wow. just announced. Just announced, so that's uh, a good Boston flavor for us. And absolutely, it's great. Pat McAnally, you know, hey, he really made it. You know, just a uh, you know, pretty much became a household name, and not uh, like Ryan Fitzgerald out of Harvard. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, excuse me, co- yep, quarterback of the Buffalo yep. Bills, yeah, and he had himself a solid season. Yes, yes, he's re- he's really come around, uh, to say the least. But, you know, speaking of Harvard, why don't we just take a moment and uh, love to hear from you on your activities at Boston University. I know they have uh, a lot going on there, as always. You're into your winter sports season now. That's right, that's right, yep. And uh, yep, fall season wrapped up. We're into our winter sports, men's and women's ice hockey, both doing well. Uh We've got the bean pot coming up uh, within the next month uh, for the women's uh, bean pot. We're going to be hosting, um, so that should be a lot of fun. Uh, that that's going to be a lot on, um, you know, the 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 video um, the video department's end as well. Uh, we put on a live production, and uh, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. There's a lot of uh, a lot of big events coming up for Boston University. That's for sure. Oh, I'm sure. So the women's bean pot is it going to be at Aganis Arena? Um, no, it's actually or at, um, the, not, the no, it's, it's, it's going to be at, at their original uh, spot. We, we, we don't go across the street there. That would be the, uh, the men's okay. ice hockey team. The Walter so, Brown arena will be, uh, for the women's ice hockey. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. And it's BU, see, I mean, go ahead. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's just fun. You know, you, you got all, all the atmosphere and, you know, all the different, all the different universities coming out and they're their fan bases and it's just it's a crazy atmosphere it's going to be a lot of fun oh no question well BU 
as many of our listeners know, is uh, simply an iconic program. Uh, numerous national championship in men's hockey. Uh, mm-hmm. And where Jack Eichel uh, went last year, led him into the national championship game, uh, which they lost to Providence um, in excruciating fashion, I might add. We, I'll, I'll remember that. But uh, yeah, yeah it, was, it was tough. It was tough for sure. That was tough. And, and Jack Eichel... Uh, you know, is uh, off to a good start in the NHL along with Connor McDavid. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, again, you guys are always just a perennial national championship contender. And uh, so that is going to be great, no doubt about it. Uh, I'm sure you're going to have just another banner season. You always do. Yep, that's what we're hoping. It's a different team, but uh, we still have a lot of talent. There's, There's a lot of young talent on this team, and we're we're exciting. We're we're definitely an exciting team to watch. That's for sure. Oh, no question. Um, well, they just continue to announce these uh, Hall of Famers, and one of my all-time favorite players just got announced, Rod Woodson. I of course grew up in Pittsburgh, and oh, wow. yes, he is really probably in my top five favorite athletes ever in any sport. I've had the pleasure to meet him a couple times. Nicest guy you would ever want to meet. And, uh, boy, he was just a force. You know, I always think of him as, like, the bridge from the Steel Curtain era into, yeah. like, you know, the Bill Cower getting to Super Bowl era. And, uh, you know, he, he just, as a player, he kept it going. He was, like, you know, the next great Hall of Famer to follow, again, the numerous Steel Curtain Hall of Famers. And uh, it's awesome to see him get in. He went to Purdue, of course. That's So, again, mm-hmm. we're talking college here. And, uh, again, just a tremendous player. I always remember him, Jeremy, because he uh, was maybe the first, but if not certainly only the second player ever to come back from an ACL in the same year. He ripped it on a non-contact injury in the first game of the year against the Detroit Lions. This yep. is how famous it was. And then fast forward to Phoenix, actually. They played the Super Bowl against the Dallas Cowboys out here in Phoenix at the uh, Arizona State Stadium over in Tempe. And uh, it had that famous shot of him. Uh, I think he was covering Michael Irvin. And he, like, lifted his leg where he had, just had, where he had the ACL and was, like, pointing at it with both hands. And uh, Oh, yeah. It, yeah, iconic shot, basically saying, you know, I'm not hurt. I'm stick. I'm sticking with you all day. So, uh, so it was really good. Here's some of the other players: Marlon Briscoe in the College Football Hall of Fame, oh, wow. Mike Utley, uh, Herb Orvis from Colorado, Scott Warner from Georgia. So many guys that I personally, you know, grew up with. Uh, here's one: Coach Frank Girardi from Lycoming, Pennsylvania. I grew up not oh, too wow. far from there. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Again, it was 14 new players um, inducted and uh, two coaches. Some of them are in attendance. Uh, again, just a couple buildings away from where uh, where I'm standing. Joe Tessitore is emceeing the event, so it's a pretty big deal. And uh, yeah, yeah, lots of excitement and. Uh, Again, it's, you know, college football is just ruling. There's tomorrow's media day and uh, bright and early, by the way. 
Alabama, uh, eight o'clock and nine o'clock for Clemson and Alabama at the Phoenix Convention Center. Oh, here's another one. They just uh, just arrived. Randall Cunningham, well known for the Eagles, but yes, but also, uh, as we all well know, he, uh, you know, one of the great Eagle quarterbacks ever, but he was from UNLV. Uh, University of Nevada, Las Vegas. That's where he played college ball, so that's why he's in to the uh, College Football Hall of Fame's newest class being announced as we speak. So, uh, yeah, that's a big name, and Pat McNally is here in attendance. So hopefully he's over there after the show. I'm going to go over and tell him I'm from Boston. He'll maybe initiate a conversation. He'll like that, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. No, I'm sure. I'm sure he will. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt about it. Um... So yeah, so back to BU. Um, how was the, how was the football season out there this year? Oh, we we, do, we actually do not have a football team anymore um, at BU. Um, that that is in the history. Our fall sports actually just consist of uh, men and women's soccer um, and field hockey. Uh, so th- that that's what we were sticking with, and both all three of those teams had great years. Um, went pretty far into the tournament, went to the championship, uh, won the championship and, uh, made it a little bit into the, the next round, but, um, it, it was all successful years. They, they, all three of them should be proud of, um, the years they had. That's I'm sure. I'm sure. So what type of things are you doing at BU, Jeremy? Uh, a lot of video production, right? Yes. Yeah. And that is, that's definitely, uh, the route I've, I, I've, I've been wanting to go for, for a while now is, uh, video production and it's been a lot of fun it's been a privilege uh to be over there at BU and um you know just getting to be around the athletes and um you know getting to work the games putting on live productions uh we do a live feed on the internet for a lot of our games so uh um, uh-huh. you know uh, me and my boss we 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 put that together um, and it's a nice little production we put together um and then on the side I I attend you know you know events that you know, athletes are out in the community, um, you know, doing some volunteer work or, you know, helping the community in any way possible. I'm out there with uh, the video camera, you know, putting together, you know, videos for our, our YouTube page, uh, BU Athletics. So uh, it's, it's it's definitely a lot of fun. It's a, it's a privilege, and I have a great well, – I have a lot of um, a lot of fun doing it. It's great. That's terrific. That's terrific. Well, I'm glad you're able to – you know, find the time to call in today. Uh, yeah, there's, you know, nothing like college sports. I mean, it's just uh, in my blood growing up near Penn State. And, uh, you know, now being out here, like the passion around college sports is just something, you know, that, uh, you, you know, hard to create. It's just so genuine. And as I said, I'm just getting a, uh, you know, barrage of it here. And, I've only been in town about 15, 16 hours, and uh, it's just, you know, beyond prevalent, to say the least. It's just uh, off the charts, and and I love it. And it's great that you're able to call in, find the time, and just really yeah, give absolutely. us the college, yeah, to give us the college sports flavor. It's, uh, you know, it's wonderful that you're working in it, and uh, again, we appreciate it. And Jeremy, we have... Uh, a lot to talk about on the NFL playoff front. Um, oh, yeah. It's going to be four great games this weekend. So why don't we take our break now? And okay. uh, on the other side, we will talk about the 
huge for NFL playoff games, wildcard weekend coming up this weekend, and we'll get to it after this break. out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. You're listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or by sending an email to IIR at Comcast.net. Now, back to the show. Voice America listeners, welcome back to segment three of All Around Sports. And I'm your host, John Inglesby. To join the show, the call-in number is 1-888-346-9144, or you can email me at iir at comcast.net. And back on the line with us is Jeremy Weiner, video producer at Boston University. And Jeremy, uh, big weekend, wild card NFL weekend, uh, should be great, and so why don't we take a little time here and, and walk through the four games? Uh, I grew up near, yeah, let's do it. I grew up near Pittsburgh. So uh, for me and for most of America, at least according to the television networks, the premier game and the Saturday uh, 8 p.m. Eastern time slot is, of course, Steelers at Bengals. There's already a lot of chatter going on. Uh you know, blood rivals, quite a history. The Steelers beat them just a few weeks ago in Cincinnati. That's the game that Andy Dalton got hurt. He is not playing, apparently. So A.J. McCarron, who came into that game against the Steelers a few weeks ago, will be the starting quarterback. And right off the bat, A.J. McCarron, uh, to bring it local, uh, that you can relate to, I mean, he, he's, you know... He's cocky. He he has a lot of confidence. I mean, after that Steelers game, he he literally talked about like compared himself to uh, his situation, shall we say, to uh, 
what it was like when Tom Brady uh, basically, you know, inherited Drew Bledsoe's job on the injury. Uh, yeah. That shocked a lot of people, including me, but everybody in New England for him, you know, after that Steeler game, which was a loss, to basically, you know, reference how Tom Brady's career got started as a, as a starting quarterback. And, and since then, you know, he's kept it up. I mean, I just saw him, you know, this morning and everything. And he is, he is not shy, but he also has a couple of college football national championships under his belt by the very same Alabama team that's coming in here uh, to play on Monday night. So, uh, yeah, it's interesting, but I love it. He, he's a fascinating character. Yeah, he, he is. He is. Unfortunately, he's uh the polar opposite of Tom Brady. Uh, yes. You know, his, his path, uh, you know, wasn't as hard as Tom Brady's. I, uh, I don't think uh, A.J. McCarron was, you know, struggling uh, to, to you know, make it make it past, the, like, the third string in, in college. You know, uh, he, he was right in there. He won championships, got, had, a, had, had a, has a model life now, and, um, you know, and, and now he's, he's, He's got the spotlight on him in Cincinnati. Um, Tom Brady definitely was a little different, and uh, his story was a little more. Uh, you could root for him a little better, um, but I mean, like you said, it, you know, AJ McCarron coming out, you know, being this cocky. That's not Tom Brady at all, and uh, I, I personally think that uh, I think that Pittsburgh's going to get the victory this weekend. Um, I, I, I just think they're too explosive for the Cincinnati team. Um, and honestly, we'll see, but you know, that, that, that's my prediction for that game, to be honest. Oh, I agree. I agree. It's, uh, you know, Steeler fans, I know for a fact, were elated when, uh, you know, when the Steelers drew Cincinnati. And, oh, by the way, let's not forget, uh, you know, last Sunday I watched with a lot of Steeler fans as the Steelers beat uh, the Cleveland Browns, but more importantly on Sunday, the Buffalo Bills uh, beat the New York Jets to eliminate them from contention. Mm-hmm. It was just, uh, you, you know, one of those just fabulous NFL Sundays where, uh, you know, it, to me it's the essence of what makes the NFL great is that teams that have nothing to play for can beat teams who need simply a win to get into the playoffs. We see it year right. in, year out. Right. Yeah, it, it was a... Uh... It was pretty miraculous how that unfolded with, uh, you know, the Jets. They had, you know, they had control of their own destiny. All they had to do yep. was beat Buffalo. That's all they had to do. They they got the big win against the Patriots. Steelers lost. They had it, you know, they had the path paid for them, and uh, they couldn't do it when they fell short. And uh, although I, I watched the highlights from that game, they were so close to uh, getting a game-winning touchdown. Uh, Fitzpatrick almost connected with Kembrell Tompkins around the sideline where if Kembrell Tompkins didn't drop that ball, the Jets would have won that game and they'd be in the oh, playoffs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the usual amount of what-ifs. and uh, Oh, yeah. No, it, it was incredible. And then, you know, um, Promonte Brothers, the famous sandwich shop from Pittsburgh, uh, sent, I think, a dozen boxes or so of sandwiches up to Buffalo, which is really just right up the road. They're kind of, you know, kindred spirits, those two cities, Rust Belt and all that. And uh, yeah. so, yeah, the city of Pittsburgh owes the Buffalo Bills uh, a big one. And uh, Promonte Brothers, you know, delivered, shall we say. And uh, 
so yeah, it was great. Uh, before we get on to the next game, um, let me just say that Derek Brooks, the famous Florida State linebacker and Tampa Bay Bucks linebacker, uh, was also inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame last few minutes. So, uh, <clears throat> so the, that was great household name there. And uh, there you go. Yeah, you know, before I go on to another game, I want to talk a little bit more about the Steelers. They've been pretty interesting this week themselves. With you know Ben Roethlisberger calling out Marcavius Bryant, um, wanting him to play better. He is a uniquely talented receiver. He he does yeah. things you don't see a whole lot of people do with his stride, his speed. He, you know he, he's a different kind of player. Absolutely, yeah. You know he 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 did have some off the field uh, issues that kind of cost him a couple of games, but you know that Steelers offense there. They're, they they get taken to another level when Brian is is in that offense. Um, if you line him alongside Antonio Brown, that you got probably the one of the most dangerous, if not the most dangerous, uh, wide receiving course in the NFL. Uh, they're they're just too oh no question. Then you right, and then you throw in Marcus Whedon and uh, yep. you know Keith Miller at tight end, and you have a formidable formidable. Uh, Wide receiving core, it's, it's pretty crazy how Pittsburgh has come, you know, full circle. They used to be known for the defense. Now they're clearly known for their offense. And, yeah, again, they just went into Cincinnati. Where... Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, like, if, if I'm the Patriots, uh, you know, I, looking around at all the other teams that are in the playoffs right now, I think this, the Steelers are one of the more feared ones. Yeah, well, they just uh, – exactly. I mean, they went in – uh, three weeks ago or so and beat them in Cincinnati. Cincinnati was, if they win that game, they're going to win the division, which they ultimately did. But, uh, you know, the Steelers weren't going to let it do it against them. And the Steelers have a sterling record down in Cincinnati. Uh, so not, not far at all. It's drivable. And, uh, yeah, so I'm sure we'll see a lot of terrible towels and, uh, it should be fun, but it's, uh, you know, again, the feature game and, uh, you know, tomorrow, uh, it's going to be great tomorrow, a good Saturday night out. And then, uh, but the day begins at four thirty-five Eastern time when the Kansas city chiefs, uh, take on the Houston Texans. And what can you say about the chiefs? They've won 10 in a row. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's impressive to say the least. Any team wins 10 in a row. It's impressive. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, you, you got to tip your cap to Andy Reid for what he's done uh, with that team. Just you know, such a turnaround, especially uh, after losing Jamal Charles, their right has to their best player on the team. It, you know, you lose him for the rest of the year, and just what they've done, how they've turned it around, how their defense has stepped up, and you know, their their offense is just they 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 can score points now, which they weren't able to do really last year. What what kept them out of it um, was that they didn't really have their offense wasn't really flowing. But you know, go figure. Jamal Charles is out for the year, and you know they they get the ball rolling. And they're they're definitely another team that's. I, and you think about it, you look at the the Chiefs and the Steelers as the two wild card teams, and you got to think that they're they're way better than you know a lot of the other division winners in, in the league. So. Um, definitely got to consider Kansas City if if we end up facing them next week. Um, it's going to be a tough test. 
Absolutely. Um, and, you know, they started one and five. So as Andy Reid said yesterday in his press conference, uh, they pretty much played the equivalent of 10 playoff games in a row in a manner of speaking. And uh, Alex Smith has been playing great. You know, he's a good runner, good scrambler. You know, I, th- I think we, you know, we all know him for like, uh, not throwing, not having a lot of turnovers, throwing a lot of interceptions, but he's he can really uh, use his feet, and you know that team righted itself over in London, oddly enough, when they you know beat up on the Dolphins. You may all remember right. that the Dolphins the next day then fired Joe Philbin, and uh, it's just kind of weird. Like I, I just look back on the Chiefs and say, you know, what an interesting development that they go over to London of all places and they come back. Basically they found themselves in London and they've been a different team ever since that weekend. So, uh, pretty fascinating, uh, to say the least. Um, but yeah, yeah. And then we have the Houston Texans. I mean, pretty good story there. You know, they obviously had, you know, tough start quarterback woes, Bill O'Brien, uh, basically mishandled, the, you know, quarterback situation, Brian Hoyer, then Ryan Mallett. We all know what happened to mm-hmm. Ryan Mallett. Uh, you know, missed, uh, was late for practice, missed a team flight, and he was cut. And uh, Brian Hoyer, you know, was serviceable. And then we saw him, uh, you know, get injured. And so, you know, they're an interesting team. Uh, you know, watching Hard Knocks, you know, really feel like I uh, got to know them. You know, this year uh, it was great to watch Hard Knocks, and uh, but you know, uh, like the Chiefs, six weeks or so in, no shot, and here they are, um, you know, in the playoffs against each other tomorrow. So should be interesting. Of course, they have you know, it's JJ Watt, and JJ Watt yeah. is you know a, the uh, the one defensive player in the league who could like take over a game like a playoff game. Oh, completely, completely. You know, he's got that, he's got that cast off of his hand now. So, you know, he can, he's finally back at full strength. Exactly, exactly. And uh, so, yeah, you know, and Brian Cushing, obviously, uh, you know, terrific player and emotional. So, you know, if they're going to win this game, they're going to win it on defense. Um, of course, they have a great receiver on offense and DeAndre Hopkins, which hard knocks said, you know, he was work, working hard to become a number one, and now he's one of the best receivers in the league after the year he had. And, and, and you imagine if DeAndre Hopkins had quarterback that was, you know, actually pretty good, he would be probably breaking a lot of records. No doubt. He's special. No doubt. He he's special. And he's a, and speak- he's a Clemson guy, isn't he? Yes, exactly. So he can settle back in on Monday night. Hopefully, I'm sure yeah. he's thinking, hopefully, uh, knowing he has another game to play and, and watch his Tigers. So that should be interesting. And uh, and speaking of special, Sunday we got a couple of special games, including a weather game. Uh, so why don't we take our break now and we'll talk about the other two wild card weekend playoff games on Sunday on the other side.
internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Check your feelings at the door and enter the Man Cave. Don't let the name fool you, because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the Man Cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You're listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or by sending an email to iir at comcast.net. Now, back to the show. Voice America listeners, welcome back to the fourth and final segment of All Around Sports. I'm your host, John Inglesby. And back on the line with us is Jeremy Weiner, video producer at Boston University. Before we get started, my pick of the week for appointment viewing is, of course, Monday's college football playoff national championship. I'm in Phoenix to cover it. Uh, but before we get there, uh, number two on the, week, <laughs> on the weekend viewing list is, of course, NFL wild card weekend playoff games. And uh, Jeremy, we have a great weather game shaping up uh nothing more i enjoy than a good weather game and seattle seahawks at minnesota vikings one o'clock eastern time on sunday they're talking i'm seeing everything you know talking 10 below zero and i there's again you know just nothing more i love watching than a weather game so it's just going to be awesome to see and uh you know, I can't wait. I mean, it's, they just showed Vikings practice an hour or two ago. It's a snowstorm as we speak in Minnesota. Flakes flying everywhere. So that's going to be good. And, you know, I have to give them, you know, with Adrian Peterson, you kind of uh, Adrian Peterson versus Marshawn Lynch. I mean, how good is that going to be since the ground game will be so important in that weather? And it's going to be huge and it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Not to mention you have two of the top defenses in the NFL that are going to be facing each other too. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I think the the Seahawks have a little more of an edge uh, with the passing game. So I think they're a little more dynamic with that aspect. They can run the ball and throw the ball. Um, Vikings, they're more of a run ball team. That's why they've been so successful as well as their defense. So you have that, you have that to take into account and then as well as the weather. And it's just going to be, that's what playoff football is all about. Freezing, freezing cold, and contact—just, just, just uh, contact on contact—and 
football games. That's what it's all about. Oh, it's just, it's, there's nothing like it, you know, and it's an afternoon game. They, of course, are building a new stadium up there in Minnesota, so they've been playing their home games at the University of Minnesota Stadium, which is fairly new itself. Nice, mm-hmm. nice stadium. I, you know, I've enjoyed the games I've watched from there, and, uh, you know, what can you say? It's it's a throwback to the days of the Purple People Eaters, Carl Eller, Alan Page, and that group, Fran Tarkenton, and I can remember mm-hmm. as a kid watching those outside playoff games from Minnesota and, you know, this side of Green Bay. There's no better weather football memories than the games from Minnesota back in the day in the 60s and 70s. They were incredible, to say the least. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's, it's something that I think that's... Yeah, well, we, you know, we live in New England, so we, we know and appreciate cold weather games. And, uh, yep. you know, before I forget, a week from tomorrow at 4.30 Eastern time will be the Patriots hosting there. Divisional round playoff game at Gillette Stadium. I will be there. I will be back from Phoenix. And, uh, oh, wow. Yeah, I can't wait for that. So that's going to be fun. I love the time slot. 4.30 on a Saturday is uh, just, in my mind, a perfect time for a game. So that's going to oh, be great. Perfect. But Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be terrific. I'm really looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, Minnesota really impressed me. Uh, they did something I just never really thought I'd see, you know, or not not in the Aaron Rodgers era, which was, you know, go into Lambeau Field last Sunday night and beat the Packers for the divisional championship. I don't know if that if they were rewarded properly because they end up getting the, facing the Seahawks. <laughs> Hardly a reward there, but uh, <laughs> but you know, Minnesota. Uh, there's a lot to like there. I mean, they're just a solid team all around and again they have ap and teddy bridgewater is more than serviceable and in fact before i forget i covered the college football playoff or college football excuse me football university youth national championships in naples florida a couple weeks ago and the quarterback of the sixth grade team that won the national championship was teddy bridgewater's nephew uh he was good. I mean, he, he was just totally in control, small kid. And, uh, it was really fun to watch. And, uh, so yeah. So as a result of that, I'm kind of rooting a little bit for, you know, the Vikings and particularly, you know, Teddy Bridgewater. So that should yeah, be fun, but it was, gonna be, it was, it's going to be a fun game for sure. And, you know, the Vikings, they're, they're, they're definitely the underdogs here, but you got to give them credit for what they did, um, you know, to the green Bay Packers who, you know, have, have, have such a stronghold on that division for so many years and you know they just come in here after such a, a poor year last year and uh you know they come in and take the division from the Packers so that that's huge for them it was amazing I mean let's just you know it doesn't happen but you know it continues something that we're seeing here in the last six eight games of the year half of the season for the Packers you know they're losing games that you know in the Aaron Rodgers era they've always won some wrong something is wrong there they of course the Packers are uh playing uh at the Washington Redskins the late game on Sunday 4:30 eastern time and there there's just there's something off with the Packers we all know Jordy Nelson's been out for the year but that aside there's just again something something's wrong if they didn't have that miracle play out there in Detroit 
Um, they wouldn't even be in the playoffs. And again, they're losing games at Lambeau Field that none of us ever thought we'd see with Aaron Rodgers as QB. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, a lot of that you got to question the head coach there. I know that uh, a lot of people have been trying to point the finger at him and Mike McCarthy. And um, I, I think they're trying to, I think Mike McCarthy is trying to make the offense a little more balanced with the, the pass and the run when in reality, you know, this team is a full on passing team with all the weapons they have. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, that, that, that's who they are. That's their identity. And, uh, you know, uh, I think everybody's just waiting and has been waiting for the real Aaron Rodgers and the, uh, Aaron Rodgers led Packers to show up. They just haven't here in, in recent games. They've had flashes, of course, but nowhere near what we've all gotten used to. And then on the other side, we have the Washington Redskins, who are, uh, you know, an amazing story. I mean, what, what can you say? Kirk Cousins, uh, I, I think he was, you know, one of the leading passers in some category or two, uh, led the league and... They've won four in a row, and again, really one of the stories of the year. I mean, you talk the Texans uh, and the Chiefs in the playoffs. Well, no, nobody picked the Redskins, and I mean nobody. Yeah, Obvi- that's, obviously. Right. Yeah, I mean they were in complete dysfunction. Uh, they were viewed as the most dysfunctional team in the NFL, and Kirk Cousins has just really taken hold as RG3 has literally just, you know, stood on the sidelines for now the better part of a year, but certainly all this year. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they're in Washington and, you know, rabbit fan base. I mean, FedEx field is going to be jumping. Uh, I think, you know, but you have Aaron Rodgers on the other side. I find this game very intriguing to say the least, because, you know, are Aaron Rodgers and the Packers going to show up, or are the Redskins for real? We're going to find out Sunday, and I think it's going to be really fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's going to be a great game. You have two teams that are, you know, trying to kind of figure out their identity, trying to figure out, you know, which way they're going to go. Are are the Redskins legit, and are the Packers um, going to turn it up a little bit, turn it up a little another notch in the playoffs? So it's going to be fun. Yeah, and the. Funny thing is there, you know, is I've come to the conclusion, the big question is, are the Packers capable of, you know, uh, picking it up? You know, that's the bit, that's the unanswered question here. I mean, they always have in the past, and certainly, you know, I think a lot of people were expecting them to do it because it's a playoff game and it's Aaron Rodgers. So, I, I, again, I just think there's a lot of intrigue around this game. And, uh, and then I... Really, uh, America's football public still is just not able to buy into the Redskins. I mean, how can you, given yeah, yeah, given what was expected, but what they've produced is a totally different story. Again, can't emphasize this enough. They've won four in a row. They just really grabbed the NFC East, woeful as it was. But they, you know, when push came to shove in the end of the season, they grabbed it, and then. Uh, and here they are. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, it's going to be a great weekend. And Monday night, uh, in particular, College Football Playoff National Championship is going to be tremendous. 
I look forward to talking about all those things next week on the show. And Jeremy, I just want to thank you, uh, as always, for calling in and joining us today. You were great, as uh, we've all become accustomed to. Uh, thank you so much, John, and uh, I look forward to joining, joining you again soon. Absolutely. So, as always, thank you all for listening to All Around Sports, and we look forward to doing it again next Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Thanks again for tuning in to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have a terrific weekend, and we'll talk sports again next week.